ball to third. This should do it. Lawrence across in time. And the darlings of the 2019 postseason are going back to the regionals. The Michigan Wolverines, your Big Ten tournament champions in 2022. Well, everybody, that is how last Monday night, on Sunday night, went for our, I guess, our 13th Big Ten champion of the season. Um, uh, the Michigan baseball team coming out on top after pretty much running through the Big Ten tournament, uh, almost unscathed, losing to Iowa in uh, the semifinals game one. Uh, but, man, what a, what a year it's been for Michigan baseball, but let alone – Let's talk about the university as is. Uh, you have 13 conference championships just in this year. Well, conference championships and conference attorneys uh, just in 2022 and 17 since 20, since 2001. Uh, it's been a year, hasn't it? It sure has. You know, uh, first and foremost, the most important sport to uh, – us and many people, uh, football, you know, made the made the uh, championship um, tournament, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, basketball started off slow, made a nice little run in the tourney, <clears throat> um, and then you know, just the the the, the list goes on and on for uh, uh, you know the other so-called secondary sports great year to be a Michigan Wolverine that's for sure yeah for sure I mean here here's a list of uh Big Ten championships won in the 2021-2022 uh, academic year Michigan leads all schools with 12 Ohio State in second with eight Iowa and Maryland with five Penn State Wisconsin Minnesota with three Illinois Rutgers with two Nebraska Northwestern Indiana and coming in last holding it down in the rear Michigan State and Purdue uh, and that, so, they had zero, right? Yes, Michigan State Purdue had none. Um, or they have one. No, they have zero. They yeah. haven't won anything. So, so I have a friend that I graduated with. Her daughter plays softball for Michigan State, but she plays on their uh, their intramural team, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the the way that it goes is is that. Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but they wear the same uniforms. They travel and play quite a bit. And I, if I remember right, she's, she's graduating this year, but they made intramural World Series. And and the way that the, the mom posted about it, you would have thought they made it to the – to the, they won the Major League Basketball Championship. Um, so I might have to send her a text congratulating them on the, on the only conference championship for Michigan State <laughs> this year. Yeah, I mean, at least that's – I'm, I'm going to assume that that's in, like, the f- major sports categories. I mean, when you say major, you mean, like, the high-ups in college. Sure, um, the, the varsity. Little small, yeah, it's going to be your varsity, Division One. yeah. Um, sports like that. I mean, for Michigan, uh, since 2021, we have titles in football, men's hoops, hockey – Baseball, softball, wrestling, men's tennis, women's tennis, women's soccer, men's gymnastics, women's gymnastics, men's swimming, field hockey, women's golf, rowing, and water polo. Uh, I mean, 
the Big Ten runs through Ann Arbor at this point in the year. I mean, at this point in time. Uh, I'm not saying it's always been like that or it always will be, as we all know. Things change, but this time, that's it, it, really the topic of the day is topic of the year so far is that the Big Ten runs through Ann Arbor. Right. And, you know, uh, the thing is, is is that we got to take our lumps when we're not doing good. So if we're, if we're on top like this, you better bet your ass we're going to crow about it a little bit. That's just the way it is. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you – question for you is what do you think the biggest factors are of the university's overall fully full success in the past year or two years? Say that again. I, Sorry. You cut out a little bit. Uh, what are the – what do you think the biggest factors are causing, like, the success all throughout the university, whether it's not just on the football, baseball, basketball fields, it's all throughout? So, you know, the, the – the so-called secondary sports have, have had a lot of success continuing rowing and gymnastics stand out, you know, um, the, the softball program under Hutch has been rock solid for whatever. It's been two decades. I want to say, um, yeah, longer than that. She uh, got seven. Yeah. So, you know, a, a lot of it's just circumstance and luck, I think, but I do think that, um, you know, success breeds success. Um, you know, the, the football team success uh, brings a lot of momentum. I think, you know, things really started to change a lot when Juwan Howard signed on a couple of years ago. Um, and, you know, again, success breeds success other than his little gaffe where he bitch slapped, well-deserved bitch slapped that Wisconsin coach. Um, you know, he's he's been um, – a highlight for us you know he's come in and and done what many thought that uh harbaugh would do right away and sure harbaugh had a lot more work to do than howard did you know john beeline um kind of served it up to juan on a on a golden platter um but you still gotta not fuck it up right and there's a lot yeah. of things that go wrong we didn't really um lose anybody major um you know he kept he kept the case uh, but but you know a lot of it's just just circumstance. We know we can't credit the NIL, right? Because we were still dropping the ball on that. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree with every statement that was just made. Um, I mean, we are the bad. I mean, it, it's got to come down to that stuff, but it also come down to the academic side. I mean, how many years in a row has University of Michigan been voted? The number one overall university in the in the world, not not just in the nation, but in the world. I mean, public they win awards. University. Yeah, public. Yeah, sorry, public. Uh, how many times has that happened recently in the uh, past 10, you know, 20, 30 years? In my years? lifetime, I don't, you know, since I've been paying attention as a teenager, so let's say 35 plus years, I don't ever remember them being outside of the top 10. And I'm, I'm not even sure they've been outside of the top five. Um, yeah. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. Um, you know, you talk about the university, the athletics, um, the the hospital, um, you know, yeah. Children's Hospital is, I think, consistently number two or three in the world. And, and the University of Michigan, uh, Med you know, health system is uh, – in the top 10, usually in the top five, you know, I, I don't know exactly know what goes into it, but it seems, you know, there's years where Michigan will be two and then be eight. And I, I don't know how that's decided, but still, 
to be uh, consistently in the top 10 and top five in the world um, says a lot, just top to bottom. And, and you and I are on the same page and I don't usually like to go here, but the only thing that I don't like about it, it's liberal demographic and their, and their liberal policies, you know what I mean? And I get a lot of shit from my Spartan fans, mostly, um, you know, the, 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 all my, the majority of my friends are, are conservatives. Um, how can you root for that liberal school? I don't, I don't root for the liberals. I root for the, the name on the, you know, the, the front of the Jersey and the, and the players, uh, the names on the back. Um, yep. but you know, other than that, and, and that's true of any, uh, you know, colleges in general, um, you know, they're pretty, pretty liberal based, but, um, uh, that's the only, uh, check mark against, so to speak. Um, in my, yeah, no, I mean, that was where I was going with that. I mean, that, that, that's another thing that plays into probably the success you're seeing. I mean, obviously, but kind of got lost where I was going with that. I'm sorry. Um, but it's been a very successful season all the way around for not just season year, I suppose. Like, I don't know why. And 17 total Big Ten championships in 2021. Uh, can't really ask very much more. Uh, Michigan football now. 94 days. 94 days. 94 days away from kickoff. You know, you and I talk about this every year. I don't. I don't wish to wish the summer away, but I can't wait. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, summer just getting here, but I'm already yeah. ready for it to be over. Yeah, once June 1st hit, hits, I really start to get the itch, and, and you know, today's the day. Actually, I got the itch when the 100-day mark popped out last week, but uh, it's going to be exciting to see what unfolds. I can't, I can't, I can't believe that we're going to lose a quarterback. Um, I think if we were going to, we already would have. Um, JJ getting hurt might have, I guess, helped with that situation, if you want to call it help. Um, yeah. Or they both 100% believe that they're going to be the guy or they're okay with, you know, with the way it rolled out last year. It's hard to argue with the results. Um, so, yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, new exciting kids coming in. I'm excited to see, uh, uh, oh, shit, Johnson, number one. Um, oh, wait, John, you meant you talking about Cornelius? Yeah. Cornelius, yeah, the senior, yeah. Cornelius Johnson. Uh, I think we've seen some good flashes from him last year, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he showed the he potential, right? And um, we've seen that a lot. Um, but I really think that he could be, you know, maybe our, our, our biggest threat since since probably Braylon. Um, he, sh he showed those flashes, so I'm really – Really excited to see him. I'm excited to I'm see. I'm excited to see uh, how much JJ's progressed, and um, you know, you're starting to get little tidbits in the in the newspaper and stuff, and people are talking about Donovan like he is just a beast in a machine. And well, uh, I mean, you know, it's that, it's way too early for that hype talk, but they're already mentioning him as a preseason Heisman favorite, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, and like I said, going off receivers, I'm excited to watch Ronnie Bell. I mean, Ronnie Bell coming off last season, coming into last season was hyped more than any as 
as a Michigan wide receiver. And I mean, you've seen what he could do against Western Michigan. Yes, it was Western Michigan. Right. But you've seen the explosiveness that was actually coming out of him. And we've seen after he went down, we didn't, we had it. I mean, we, we talked about this a lot last season. Uh, we had spurts of it, but I mean, if we didn't have a run game last year, I feel like the season would have been a whole lot different. Oh, absolutely. You know, maybe, maybe we don't lose that Michigan State game. Um, you know, we should have won it without him. That's that's when uh, Cornelius had his little breakout party, right? No, that was um, when Anthony had his breakout party. And see, that's who – sorry. Oh, oh you're talking – you're, talk, you're thinking Andrew Anthony. All yeah, right, gotcha. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about Andrew Anthony. I'm really excited to see him. Yeah, I'm excited to see all of them. And Cornelius, too. Cornelius, but, you know, Cornelius had a lot of drops last year. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's probably uh, him trying to, you know, focus, right, catching the ball and then scoring the touchdown instead of trying to score the touchdown while the ball is on the way. But, yeah, Andrew Anthony, that's, that's who I'm pumped up to see. Yeah, I'm a, like, I mean, that whole – I guess now it's probably going to be the uh, the layout of the season, probably a lot of hype videos, things like that, is after the Orange Bowl last season, you had J.J. McCarthy, Mike Morris, um, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, Andre Anthony, all still out on the field afterwards watching Georgia receive the trophy. And I mean, that, that, that just proves like, hey – what, them watching that is that they, they got bigger picture in mind. They said, all right, we lost now, but that's going to be us. And I'm excited to see all, everyone I just named there come off the field, could come onto the field on September 3rd and hopefully play better than we did last season. Hopefully we dominate every possible game. I mean, you're obviously going to have your worst games, your bad games. But, I mean, as we talked about, before we kind of talked about it a little bit a little while ago um i think last time we talked about michigan football um hang on one second here was the schedule in my opinion the schedule this year other than going to ohio state is it sets up pretty nice i mean it favors us pretty well in my opinion um oops uh, you have Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon, Maryland, at Iowa, at Indiana, home against Penn State and Michigan State, yep. at Rutgers, home against Nebraska, home against Illinois, and at Ohio State. Um, as we talked about, I think, a few weeks ago, that Iowa game to me is always really a trap game. It is. No matter, especially, I mean, time hasn't came out for it yet. It's to be determined, but I fully expect for that to be a night game at Kinnick. Um, Absolutely, it's going to be a night game. Fully expect. Uh, um, unless one of the teams are like 0 for or 1 for. Um, yeah, well, I mean, usually that, that time will probably already honestly be set. It's week 4 or it's week 5. Yeah. I mean, um, it'll probably be set before the season. Yeah, so so you know that that's that's our should be our first real challenger, right? Colorado State W, Hawaii W should be a W, um, UConn W, Maryland W, 
Indiana always always plays us tough, but we we almost always beat them. I think we've lost to them once in forty years, maybe longer than that. Um, and then you know Penn State, uh, Michigan State back to back. That's a toughie, but they're both at home. Yeah. And then Rutgers, that that should be a pretty easy win. Nebraska, uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if if they're if they're in the mix for their division championship this year. Illinois. Oh, yeah. Anyone um, could be in the mix of the West Division, though. Yep. W and, you know, then Ohio State. So, really, there's one, two, three, four games to me that could go either way. So. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, the Iowa, we're, we're Iowa, four, and at eight oh, and four, people are calling for Harbaugh's head. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah. you know, probably anything less than 10. And they're calling for his head. And even at ten, if he if we happen to lose to Michigan State and Ohio State, people are going to be calling for his head again. Uh, I mean, I, they will be. I mean, that's just how it goes. We all know. yeah, that's just nature of the beast. But you, you know, we lose we lose to Michigan State last year, and, and they're calling for his head. So and end up what? What do we win? Fourteen? Nah, 13, 12. 12. 12. Went 12 and 12 and 2. Went 11 and 1 in the regular season, won the Big Ten championship, made us 12 and 1, then lost to Georgia. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, 12 and 2. But, yeah, I, I think you're spot on. Iowa, Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State are definitely games to watch next season or this season coming up. Um, I wish we never would have dropped UCLA home and home. That would have been a good fire starter to start the season. Even though UCLA is not the program everyone wants to, wants them to be, but it still would have been a great season opener to kind of see where more where we're at than probably what we're going to see when we play Colorado State. Um, but I mean, I know twenty four seven their recent New Year's Six predictions have Michigan, and I believe the Rose Bowl. I'd have to double check. I mean, so I mean, we're, a lot of places I've seen, not just there, were being projected in the New Year Six again. Uh, I mean, I wish we wouldn't be because we all know how last year happened. We were unranked to number two. That was fine with me. Um. Let me look here, 24-7. That way I can just double-check what I was going to say. I don't know. No, I can't find it. That's awesome. <coughs> but, but I do, like I said, I think it was the Rose Bowl they had us in um, in their recent predictions. And then also – Going back in the talent that's coming in, even not just the talent that's coming in, but talent that's already in the roster. Uh, Alphonse, uh preseason Big Ten list came out. Uh, all Big Ten list came out. Michigan had 17 players on that um, for preseason watch watch list for all Big Ten. Um, and that just says right there, that's almost a full offense defense right there. Um, I'm more interested to see what the coaches are going to do. 
with the new coaches changing? Yeah, and that that's what I've been waiting to jump in with. You know, that's going to be the that's going to be the story of the season, right? Is how those coordinators adapt, uh, you know, to our talent and how the, how well they mesh with, uh, uh, you know, Harbaugh and that they're on the same page. And you know, uh, Josh Gaddis left some big uh, shoes to fill, but you know, Mike McDonald in one year left even bigger ones. Um, so, yeah, no, for, I, I, Mike McDonald side, I think is way bigger than the Josh Gaddis side of things. Yeah, because I bigger. don't care what anybody says. Uh, you know, Harbaugh has had a lot of input into the offense. Uh, I believe. To, yeah. You know, to this point, so, um, and you know, I got to believe that he'll have his hands. And I felt like you know, Gaddis was here three seasons, right? Um, I felt that last season was, was really the first time that he had, uh, really given, uh, as much control as he's going to give to anybody to, you know, to, to Gaddis where, you know, on the defensive side, Don Brown always did his thing. Um, and, and, uh, Mike McDonald obviously come in with the credentials and did his thing last year. Yeah. And, uh, let me do something real quick. I mean, even our new defensive coordinator uh, losing his losing a drawing a blank here. Um, who did we sign? Why am I uh, coordinator wise? Yeah, who's our defensive coordinator now? I don't know why I'm losing. I'm just uh, another Ravens guy, right? Uh, well, uh, yeah, he was underneath. Uh, oh, Zach Minner, not Zach yeah. Minner. Zach Minner played for Minner is Jesse Minner. Thank you. I want to say Zach Minner, but Zach Minner's a player. Um, yeah, but as you said, he another. I, don't, I think you think you're right. He was under uh, McDonald, wasn't he, at one point? Uh, yeah, was, yeah. With the Ravens, and that's to say, that's where I was going to go with that. Was he's kind of bringing in that same, even though everyone was hating on it because his number, the numbers that where was it Vanderbilt or Wake Forest? I don't remember. It was one of those two. I think it was Wake. I think I think it was Vanderbilt, but well, okay, well, I think because I, I think it was a bad team, and Wake Forest was good last year. That's why I think I just changed it. So yeah, I think it was Vanderbilt actually. Hang on, yeah. And he was – their defense was bad, flat-out bad. But with him coming in, he's running that same defensive scheme, really, with a few little changes, as Mike McDonald said. We're not really learning a whole new um, right. offense. We're running uh, pretty much the same thing, but the defense – so the, it's going to be – I think a smooth transition over to uh, that change. I don't. I don't see really a downstep side in the defense this year, other than maybe if we don't have the talent. I don't think it's going to be the coaching's problem. It's going to be the talent. Um, I mean, when you lose David Ojabo, Aiden Hutchinson, Dax Hill, and everyone, Josh Ross, all those people lost a lot of talent. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you lose a lot. You're going to probably see, you're going to see downfall probably. I mean, God, I hope not. I hope we come up better than we did last year. Right. And, you know, on the offensive side, we got uh, Matt Weiss, um, who was the quarterback's coach last year, and Sharon Moore, uh, you know, offensive line. So they're now – coach. Yep. Co-offensive coordinators. So so there should be – there shouldn't be a big drop-off there either. They're not going to throw out the playbook and, and start over. You know, sure, there's going to be some tweaks, and they might run some sets that they didn't run as often last year more this year, vice versa. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm not really I'm, – I'm more intrigued and concerned about the defensive side of the ball than I am the o- offensive side of the ball because, you know, I firmly believe that Harbaugh's fingerprints are, are all over that anyways, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's the way he is, and that's pretty much the way it's been, like I said, maybe with the exception of last year. <clears throat> but um, – you know, that's his specialty, and he's had, he's had a lot of success everywhere he's been doing it, so it's hard to argue about it. Yeah. I mean, look out for my prediction. Defense is about, about where it was last year, if anything, a little bit down. Offense, I see more explosive. I mean, I think – I really do. I think you're going to see – Before I, before I finish this, who starts, J.J. or Cade? That was honestly my first question during this segment, and I got off topic. But uh, who do you think is going to start? I mean, with J.J.'s injury, I, I she is, he is throwing again. Injured, he is throwing again, though. He is throwing again, but I, I think it's probably going to be Cade to start off and maybe maybe um, J.J. Over, overtakes him. So yeah, you know, I, yeah, hard it. hard to say, but uh, I I personally think Kate gets it either way. Do you? I think Kate gets it either way with the injury, and I don't think Kate gets beat out unless it is too hard. At least not in the regular. Like you said at least not in the regular season or the off season. Maybe he might get it. JJ Mike, you said might take it over in the in the uh. Regularly like during the season, but no way. I, I don't think there's any way Harbaugh sits a Big Ten winning quarterback. And you know that's not in his DNA. That's you know that's part of uh, why I, I think you know I tend to agree with the injury or not, but for sure with the injury, you know even though he's throwing, um... and I and I personally think JJ is okay with that. He, you know, he may very well be, and. Because I think JJ, JJ is that guy. I mean, we've seen it since he, even when before he got here, where he was, uh, when Harbaugh was catalyst in that two and what two and four season or two and three or whatever that season was during COVID, he he was the first one before he even got here who posted something on Twitter like, "Don't worry, guy. Like I support coach. Like we'll get this turned around." Before he even got to the university, he was all about the university, all about the team, all about yep. trying to just win football games. And he had that mentality last season. Talk, you've heard him talk multiple times about that. He just wants to do what helps the team. And, I mean, obviously I don't think one more year of – I mean, obviously not sitting because he obviously gets enough – he gets plenty of playing plenty of playing time behind Cade. 
he's going to have his spots in games where he comes in for his feet or even for his arm. Honestly, you could still, you could still use him for, Hey, we want to throw this package in there. Say we want to run a wheel route 50 yards downfield, 40 yards. Obviously we know he can throw that far. Cade might not be as accurate, but JJ is, we're going to throw him in there. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, more comes down to it. I don't see Harbaugh dropping a Big Ten championship quarterback, college playoff quarterback, someone who led a team there for the first time in however long it's been. I don't see it. I don't see yeah, it. Yeah, and I agree. Like I said, J.J. would have to be markedly better, like head and shoulders above, right? And there's no doubt that he's more athletic. He throws a, He's got a stronger arm. You know all the all the tangibles. He's he's physical anyways. He's clearly better than Cade, but Cade mm-hmm. Cade has got a poise, and you know Cade Cade didn't hurt us last year at all. You know, maybe an interception in the Michigan State game, but uh, good decisions. Um, Wrong. That was JJ that hurt us in the Michigan State game. JJ fumbled a fucking snap. Yeah, but Cade threw an interception too, I believe. J.J. fumbled the ball with, like, five minutes left in the game to let Michigan State go down and score, okay? That, the only reason I remember that is because I made a post on Facebook, and I said, this is why J.J. doesn't start. He's not ready. He has the talent, but he's not ready. When did J.J. start playing defense? I said he fumbled the football. And he, then he let him score defense. a touchdown, you said. How, how did he do that? He doesn't fumble the football. They don't score. Anyways, it's also with the rest of that game, realize that – Somehow Aiden scored a touchdown that game because he did right. kind of strap some strap fumble for a touchdown. We also win the game. Or if we don't give up an 18-point lead, we we don't right. lose that game. But it is what it is. Not going to get too far into that. I just want to say J.J. was the reason we wanted because you tried to attack Cade there. Anyways. I wasn't attacking Cade. I, I was actually you – know, I know I you were. I think of one, I one particular thing where where he, you know, actually hurt us. He's, he's a sound decision maker. Um you know, he doesn't really get rattled. J.J. in that Michigan State game, you could tell he was he was rattled, especially after that, but even before that. He didn't look like, the you know, the quarterback we'd seen, uh, you know, in the whatever it was, five or six games before that. So, um, you know, we'll see. This is this is the fun part of the season, but, um, you know, the rubber the rubber hits the road here another, what, another five, six weeks when training camp starts. August and, 1st, right? Um. Uh, you know, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm perfectly okay with with them doing what they did last year. Um, I wish they would mix it up a little bit more. You, you knew that, you know, JJ was running a screen or a, or a bootleg um, yeah. when he was coming in. So you got you got to do a little better job of mixing that stuff up so they're not they're not uh, expecting it. They don't know what to expect. Um, but you know, like. Uh, Towards the end of the season, particularly the Iowa game, right, the conference championship game, um, we seen um, we seen them call a few trick plays um, where you know they didn't they didn't know what's coming. That's that you know that's been my biggest gripe, and it's been my biggest gripe for for most of the last 25, 30 years. Is too often we're too predictable on offense, and last mm-hmm. year we started to see that disappear. Uh, Yep. Now, you know, now that uh, now that Gaddis is gone, we'll we'll see what happens with it. Yeah. No, I. We'll see. I'm excited. 
Got one more question with you about football. It's kind of an off topic. It's not off topic because we are we're talking about quarterbacks right now. Yes, the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. That's not got nothing to do with the Lions. It's still Michigan. Question. Kind of hit me today. Uh, seen a video of Chad Henney. Kind of clicked. He was our last four-year quarterback in Michigan. Do you think we will ever see another four-year quarterback at the University of Michigan? Or do you think that day and age of four-year quarterbacks coming in and starting freshman year all the way to senior year is a done deal? I don't think that we will see a four-year starter. We might we might see, you know, like a walk-on or a guy that's sitting third or fourth on the depth chart uh, stay forward. Maybe not even that with the transfer portal. If a guy thinks he's good enough to play um, – but yeah, I'm saying probably not. Yeah, I'm saying straight up four years. Chad Henney started from day one all yeah. the way till he closed. That popped up today on Twitter, and I was like, "That's a good question." That, 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 that's that, that's a good one. You know, the scenario where I could see it right is is like is is right now with JJ. Let's say, let's say, uh, hang on, Cade, Cade's a junior or a senior? Junior. So let's say Cade has a breakout year, right, and decides he's going to go to the NFL. J.J. does whatever they do this year. And then J.J. comes out next year and owns it, right, mm-hmm. and has a great year. But, you know, the, the the NFL guys say, you know what, you probably come in, but, you're, you know, you're going you're gonna to be a two-, three-year project. You're mid to late first-round pick early second round, whatever it is, and he comes back for a senior season to light it up. I could I could see that happening with him. So I guess maybe it could happen, but I'm with you that it's that's probably over with. You know, college yeah, I mean, has changed rapidly in front of our eyes the last year and a half, two years, and um I don't expect that to slow down. Yep. No, yes, I I completely agree. I don't think we're ever seeing it again. Um at all, I just seen that and was like, I'm gonna, I want to see what, what you think. And if anyone else out there, if any of the listeners think otherwise, let us know in the comments. Uh, so to go on to some random news, not random news, we're going to some basketball news slash random news uh, for sports. Uh, Musa Diabate officially staying into the draft. Uh, did you see that today? I'm sorry, um, say that again. Diabate is no longer a University of Michigan player. He has decided to stay in the NFL draft process. <sighs> thoughts on that one? Before I get um, you know, whenever I've come out and said this, uh, I, I've been wrong, but I, I, I think he probably needs at least one more year. You know, his athleticism was stunning, um, but he was wildly inconsistent last year. You know, he might go from a double-double. I remember one game, I think he was approaching a triple-double. And the next game, he he was like zero points and three rebounds, right? I, I had a feeling he was gone after his after his uh, showing at the uh, Combine, the NBA. Um, you know, because he just tested off, uh, off the charts. Um, you know, we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. Um, I thought friends, Franz wasn't ready. I thought uh, Mo wasn't ready. 
I, I thought Jordan Poole wasn't ready. I was here. Jordan Poole was ready. I thought Jordan Poole wasn't ready. Um, see what Jordan Poole's doing in the, in the NBA yeah. right now. Yeah. Who's the uh, on, Who's the shit? The kid that just retired. Karis uh, LeVert. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Karis um, just retired. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, go on and on. I thought uh, who, uh, <sighs> Trey. I didn't think Trey was ready. Um. You didn't think Trey was ready? No, I didn't. I didn't think Mitch McGarry was ready. Mitch McGarry's hand was forced, so oh. right about Mitch the Mitch McGarry pot. was. He was coming yeah, back until he got busted. Well, Mitch, pot. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, Mitch McGarry is also like a pro bowler now, so I don't. Is he really? Yeah, we talked about this on the podcast once. I think we talked about this on here before. Yeah, Mitch McGarry's like a professional bowler now. I did not know that. We have not talked about that. Yes, we have. I know for a fact we have. If you pull up that clip on this podcast, I will give what, you what? What? What are you gonna do? What? What are you willing to bet? Oh, hey, hang on. Unless it was the day that I ate that edible. <laughs> no, it, this is. I'm pretty sure this is like during football season that we talked about this. No, I think I read it. I think I read it. I'm about to get. If I go through and look up and listen to all these fucking episodes, and I find it. You're paying something up. <laughs> Find it. Find it and we'll talk. God, that's such a hard yeah, <clears throat> So so good luck to him, right? You know, I I really thought if him or Houston were going, it would be Houston, not him. But Houston, same boat, right? He Houston still hasn't announced. As the best pure shooter since, you know, whoever. And Seen flashes, right? But wildly inconsistent. Um, you know, if they both go, that's that's a big blow. Um, you know, we got a we got a big recruiting class, but those guys were the uh one one A and one B of our big recruiting class last year, and they were rock solid, right? But they weren't they didn't come out like you expect um one and duns to do. And you know, both those guys were expected to be one and duns uh when, when they committed to Michigan, but I, I just don't see it. Based on potential, sure I do, but not not for yeah. with the results from last season. Well, we're still waiting for Houston to announce. I believe today's is a cutoff, and we haven't heard anything from them. Right. Um. Yeah. Look at that. How did you not know about Mitch McGarry being a bowler? It's all over. Yeah, I, I never I, knew that. Last I knew, he was playing for the Thunder. It was like 2017, and they posted something in uh, MGO blog about it. It's been a while. But, yes, I know we talked about that on here because – No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, Houston's oh. remaining in the draft too. Shut, shut the fuck up. Yep. No, you're lying. Well, if I could do that screen thing that you're doing, I would show you, but – You can. It's not hard. You should be able to. Son of a – Bitch, are you shitting me? I'm not shitting you. Oh, I know. I see it now. Yep. Well, that's going to be uh, two scholarships available, though. It will be. Uh, but Moni Bates, possibly. I mean, there's a lot of talk now that if we have two scholarships offers available. I, I don't. We talked about this, I think, two, three weeks, like two, three shows ago. I think he's an eyesore at this point to a yeah. program. Who? 
Bates. Simone oh, Bates, Simone yeah, Bates. Absolutely. Um, I mean, depending on who we get, I mean, we again, we have two. Do we have two or three? I think we have two open now. Oh, yeah, because we signed that kid from Princeton or whatever. The one of the Ivy League school. I think it was Princeton. Um, but uh, with Monty Bates and then possibly go out and get another big man. Uh, I mean, now, especially if neither one of them are coming back, I mean, possible lineups are Kobe Cooper. Not Kobe Cooper. I'm thinking of a singer there. Uh, Kobe Bufkin, uh, whoever that – I don't remember the point guard's name. We just got from Princeton. Terrence Williams at the four. And then, obviously, Hunter at the five. And then really have to pick someone at the three now that Kobe's now that Caleb's gone. So yeah, well, that means we lost four starters, right? Thank thank goodness Hunter stuck around. Um I can't Devante, Eli, and then you know, uh Musa and Caleb. So uh Juwan's gonna have his work cut out for him. Um I got I got a lot of faith in him, you know, our, our recruiting has been great. Um and you know, maybe uh, this is where the transfer portal could really come in handy. You know, a couple open scholarships, maybe, maybe somebody that's rock solid is, is unhappy or becomes unhappy in the next couple of months and, and they float on over, but, uh, not going to lie that that hurts. So, you know, I expected maybe one of them to go and, you know, like I said, right before we found out Caleb did go, um, I expected it to be him. Musa, um, th- th- I was just reading, they're thinking mid second round, um, you know, even though Michigan's NIL sucks, um, you know, that's that's not life-changing money at, at, at this point. Um, Houston, you know, the, the, before he stepped foot on campus, they were calling him a lottery pick in, in this coming year's draft. Um, but, uh, you know, n- now they're saying 20 to 30. Um, and even that, to me, is not, not worth it, but uh, you know, more power yeah. too. Wow, yeah, I'm a little surprised. I mean, I I was more expecting for, yeah, for Musa to go, not not Caleb. I really thought he'd be back 100. Uh, percent Good news, Derek Scoobel back for the Tigers tonight. Finally returns a starting pitcher to our lineup that started the season. Yep, Austin. I read today too. Austin Meadows getting close. Yeah, he just said vertigo. I don't know what the hell that. I think he's just waiting for his ten day to be over. I mean, they real quick. They are heating up though. I think they've won five out of the last seven games, which is big because they've all been against division. Right. Uh, they win tonight. They secure the series victory against Twins. Um. Yeah. Uh, Cody Clemens, I think, right? Yeah, yep. Cody Clemens. Second Dr. Clemens' base. son start, started for Tigers last night, second base, starting in left field again tonight. Uh, from what I was reading, I read something earlier about what uh, Roger Clemens said about something something about the Tigers. I don't remember. It was funny. Um, real quick again, on this day in 2004, 
Pistons secured their final spot when they would later go on to be Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant in the finals. Yes, sir. And that's fucked up sports fact of the day. You know the Chargers are the only franchise to not have someone get arrested in the past five years? I read that somewhere. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's your that's fucked up sports fact of the day. Um, but I think that's all I got for today, for today's show. Ben, anything for you? Nope, that's it. Uh, 94 days, guys. And, uh, you know, it'll be here before we know it. Yep. Can't wait. Be even closer. We do have a YouTube channel now. Um, did start that today. So I wasn't able to live stream this one to it because it makes you wait like about an hour or 24 hours until you can actually live stream on it once you start it. Um, but I will post this on there uh, when it allows me. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, uh, Spotify, wherever you want to watch us. And uh, we, uh, we'll we see you all next week. And uh, go blue and have a good one. Hail.